Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy. To the black cinematic universe you have officially landed on another planet i am the planet's most melanated man the one and only jdiv and we have most of the planets in alignment today so let's get started first up y'all know who it is detective are you ready sir i'm ready man back at it like a crack addict ready to patrol the streets <laughs> of gotham <laughs> speaking of crack addict we missing rob <laughs> shout out to rob i don't know where he went he went missing after a little while uh dame you ready man yes sir you know uh keeping up with my new uh acceptance of my content whoredom trying to be like james appreciate uh, that I, i've been listening to that will smith book on uh, uh audible my audio oh, books. snap um a couple of things it's a really good book <laughs> i flew through this joint but I will say that all of these quote unquote interviews that he's been doing, somebody just went and got an early copy of the book and picked out quotes out of the book and taken them out of context because hearing them as he tells the stories in the book it's puts a, a whole lot different perspective on some of this uh, stuff that we've been upset about. So you mean he don't have a it would. With, with sexual? Um, oh, he did, sexual... but it's it, but it is explained in more detail and it has more context of why. Oh, yeah, he felt what type that of detail is going explaining, Dang, what does it say? I'm not reading <laughs> the on, book man. to you, brother. Sam, you want to know about the sexual no, part? What happened? What happened? You got to that? get your own. The timing <laughs> is, the timing is, the timing is perfect because you know they got a little petition out oh, there with fourteen thousand oh, signatures saying yeah. uh, they want people to stop interviewing stop Will Smith. And Jay. <laughs> yeah, but and that's that's the funny part. None of that stuff, like everything we've been hearing that he's been saying, none of it was from an interview. All of it was from the book. Yeah, all of course of it was. Duh, yeah, so. keep telling y'all, man. This is yeah. all a part of the yeah, game. I mean, it's not was some type us. of National Geographic said, like yeah, narration or something week. where he visiting yeah. countries yeah. and stuff. Like, come on, y'all, get with it, man. Y'all gonna Will listen Smith to me? Trying man. to put your eyes on nah, him. The book, so that the you book can is watch definitely good. He got out. Duh, just like Scotty. Just like how Scotty went. Oh no, it's not like Scotty. Scotty is bitter. Scotty's book is like screw MJ, and this is why because it's gonna sell. Yeah, it's, it's, that's all it it's is. good for him to take that. Take that. You know, good and well, he called Mike. Hey, Mike, I'm sorry, man. You know, I got to drop this book. You know, we ain't, <laughs> right. we ain't making that. I'm not making them Jordan shoes money. Right. So, it's so crazy know. to me because it's like Scotty isn't Scotty without Mike. But then it's like, you know what I mean? He doesn't know who he'd be without Mike. And that's yeah. all the attention he gets is everything is about MJ. Right. He, he doesn't have his own sort of statue to. For identity. people to, to to embrace an identity, yeah. So I mean, he tried. He went to Houston and flamed out. He was <laughs> no, he tried. Did all right. He did. All right. no, he did fine. Yeah, he did fine. But he wouldn't have been that without MJ. I don't think. And yeah. I, and the irony is, he's still making it about Mike by bring making it about right. Mike. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he know where his bread is buttered. And I even with the Will thing, man, I just you know I kind of looked at him as like the upper echelon of like Hollywood. I ain't expect him to have like a tell all. So I'm glad that it's not that. It's not no, like it's not some. Kim Kardashian, you know, tell yeah. all kind of thing. It's like, yeah. you know, really he, he about does, his life and some he does, insight. He hopefully. does tell you, yeah, he does tell you that he's the upper echelon of Hollywood quite a few times in the book, though. <laughs> <laughs> does he tell you, though, Dane? Does he speak to you in any way? Shut your ass up. Let's go. <laughs> Man, we ain't even, we're, we're only halfway through the introduction. So I guess without asking, J Rock, are you ready, sir? 
Yeah, I guess I'm ready. Yeah, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get it. Now, yeah, man, I, that, that was a little lack of enthusiasm. Yeah, the, the man. main yeah, dude, he tried to get on himself, us about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't even nobody to call you J Rock in a minute, man. You, right. you, that's your street name when you used to be right. slanging on the corner. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't I got to that J Rock. We, you we, we tell them secrets, love. We gonna hear how much was your J Rocks? They was two, two for ten. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna hear about J Rock and his tell all. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. From the streets to a PhD. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm working on. I'm working on that book right now. <laughs> Uh, last but certainly not least, live. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Should we be playing the MJ music whenever Love get to go last? Just make sure he don't feel some kind of way about it. And starting at guard. Yo, we got a crazy show for y'all. Well, every show is crazy with Rob here, but it's even it's doper without him. Don't tell him I said that because he ain't gonna listen to hear it. <laughs> yeah, he ain't, he ain't gonna, gonna listen to hear it no way. Yeah. He ain't gonna listen. <laughs> you wanna keep a secret from Rob, put it on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so let's go ahead, let's get into uh wait, who doing the news? <laughs> I got it. But uh let's do let's do Hawkeye first. Are we doing Hawkeye first? first. Yeah, yeah, let's do Hawkeye first. Let's do Hawkeye then. Yeah, man. So what y'all think? Season one, well, uh, season one, episode one, two, and three. Do y'all have any opinion so far? I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a reserve mine for the end because y'all nah. probably know how I feel. He loved it. <laughs> he loved oh, it. He absolutely did you love it? loved it. Man, so, uh, Jay Rock. I think, somebody, I think somebody confirmed that Thanos was right. That's all I got to say. It's getting yeah, out there. The word, the word the is getting out of there. Hey, it's <laughs> getting out there. We got, we got he wrote it on somewhere. the toilet. That means just, it's right. We got so I'm curious where you call the phone numbers you see in the bathroom stalls, don't you? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious, yeah. like within the timeline, where is this set? Does anyone know the answer to present that? Yet? Like where are I we? I think it's present day. Yeah. No, uh, I, I actually looked. It's in the future. I think it's 2025. Hmm. What? No, everything is 2025 though. I wish we had a fact checker. I wish we had a fact checker. Man, no, that's correct. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I say present day, I mean the present day of the MCU, MCU which would right. be 2025. Yeah. That oh, is okay. Present. Okay. There we go. Yeah. What I'm yeah. what I'm asking is, has the internals occur, uh, occurred yet? I, how would I, I know? know. There's no we way to used fact to have check a fact checker, but I don't know what happened. There's no way to fact check that. That's only if Marvel t- indicates. Yeah, that. Marvel hasn't. Yeah, I don't Let think they indicated. Hold on. Let me ask Reddit. Yeah. Why we? Why are we looking no, like why? Why does that matter is, to you? Do you? Is it because I'm, missing? I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the, the bathroom stall joke had anything to do with the Eternals. Like, oh you know, man, it's out. all about Thanos. Like <laughs> why? You mentioned so one trick arrow. Like basically, if they've seen a, what's his name, a Rich Machan or Hennessy is what we call him on the show. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Black, Harrison. If they've Harrison. seen that and they understand, okay, this is what was supposed to occur. Because of the population, if they got, if they've received the explanation for that, then they know too that Thanos is correct. So, so I'm curious what so that if, meant, what they intended by that comment. So if the person that wrote that on the toilet wasn't one of the people that disappeared during the blip, I don't give a damn what they got to say about Thanos being correct because yeah. it is very, it's very self serving in that in that case. Yeah. And they don't know how, they somebody, don't know how it feels to go turn into ash. <laughs> right. Let right. me see somebody who disappeared and came back say Thanos was good. <laughs> and I, and I just kind of assume. Like. They mind didn't exist. They just, but, right. they, but if that person exist. tells me Thanos was correct in taking me out, 
then Good I point. then I'm with it. I'll believe right. it. Yeah. And Dane well, knows, man. Um there was a a, a X-Men where um you know, uh, Cyclops was like a radical, and everybody was saying like Cyclops was right and all this stuff. Like, there's always going to be oh, people. It, it was a couple of years that, that he was like that. Side with revolutionaries or anarchists uh, or yeah, things like that. So, dude on the mm-hmm. toilet just might have been one of those people that looked at. <laughs> now he was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. So you saying? Man. So you saying Rob could generally like could could realistically have a following of people that think he's. Like a yes. brilliant genius. Rob would be a good cult leader. <laughs> he would fool some people. Rob's only problem is he would drink the Kool-Aid first. <laughs> then everybody yeah, else would just problem. go home. He always one of the followers. Like he in the OVO. You know <laughs> it's true. Right. But he'd be good street team recruitment. I'm like he, he don't speak. Oh, he, like if you hear Rob talk either. about OVO, he make yeah, it sound like can. that's the team you gotta be a part of. Right, (laughs) he would definitely, he would definitely hype him up and have you excited. Jonathan pulled a Rob speaking of man. Like, did we get any other thoughts on? (laughs) Like, we just went down the Thanos and Eternals rabbit hole again and didn't mention nothing. I think I'm, I think I'm a a little in the middle right now. Um, kind of undecided on whether I feel like it's, you know, something that's unsatisfactory or pretty good. Um, I don't feel like it's bad when I'm watching it. But it doesn't seem memorable after I'm finished each episode. Um, I, I had hoped it'd be a little grittier, but it's almost like predominantly light comedy. Uh, and even with the what is it, the tracksuit mafia? Yeah. There's no threat. Like it just like yeah. what are they even doing all that for? If they really treating it like a fun opportunity to chop it up with two people that they chasing, like it, none of that really connects for me. So. I think that I'm just, it, it kind of leaves a lot to be desired in terms of making it feel like, all right, dude, we really got a problem here and we really got, we need Hawkeye to solve it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think so it's getting I, there. And Dane, I, I think I know where you're going. but So go ahead. Because I know so, uh, you read the comic too. So so the tracksuit mafia was supposed to be, in the comics, mm-hmm. they were a, a huge group of hired hands that were basically buffoonish right the people at the top were the ones that you know were really dangerous and they their intent was to not be dangerous except for the fact that they had numbers which is why hawkeye didn't take them serious even when he was talking to his wife he was like the tracksuit mafia guys his wife was like those those idiots again like like he's familiar with the the how stupid and easily dismissible they can be but yeah. i think it's it's more about the fact that the girl has no idea what she's doing that that draws him in so love i i agree with you it, it doesn't leave a lasting effect like it's, it's definitely enjoyable when you watch an episodes but it's not leaving lasting effects where i'm going back thinking about oh well did that mean something or what did that mean like I, yeah. it's, it's not drawing me into the point where i'm contemplating what they're going to do the next episode or what something actually meant in this episode and stuff like that beyond John thinking about Thanos. Yeah. But what I will say, and I don't want to skip ahead too much, but I think there probably is a bigger bad that is. is going to up the stakes as we move into it. And man, it I, I'm going to just get to it to my favorite part. Like I like the action and everything. And I like seeing Hawkeye actually be Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You know what I mean? Yeah. For once. But for me, it, I was super it, it excited. It took a long Echo. enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are it's we? Long enough. Fifteen I mean, years right. into the MCU at this point. <laughs> right. But yeah, man. Uh, and Dane, I don't know your thoughts, but man, I'm a big Daredevil fan, 
and I would have rather her debut in Daredevil, but I was super excited to see Echo. And it seems like the girl that portrays her does a good job. Um, and the fighting, I actually like. That's one of my key things. If the fighting looks realistic, like I liked the action, but I was excited to see Echo. And it's kind of the threats kind of getting a little higher once she came yeah. into the mix. Like they def like Hawkeye definitely was pushed as she smashed his little uh, um, earpiece. It was it it was it was Echo is good. I like yeah. I like how they're doing her, but I would have preferred them find a way to make her the full fledged Echo from the comics that actually yeah. has a power. And I, I think they'll get there. But that was one of my things yeah. that and even in the comic, it's kind of ambivalent. But I never believed, like at least with Daredevil, like okay, yeah, he's blind and you know, but he was enhanced by radioactivity, so it makes right. him have a superpower. I kind of look at the same thing for Echo because they they almost in this are making it like she like pays real good attention. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, nobody like, can, nobody power, has right. that much attention to detail. Like there right. should be some sort of power there because I always liked her power. Like, but how dope would it be to have that superpower? You could literally just watch UFC Conor McGregor, Anderson Silva, and literally take all their moves. You could you know. So I always thought that Echo was tight, where I could be like, I'm gonna watch Floyd today and literally be as good as Floyd just by <laughs> mimicking his. Right. And you know, yeah. Taskmaster kind of has that similar ability, but Echo was always a little bit more darker, I guess. Mm -hmm. She kind of fell in that electric category. So yeah. one thing that I thought was interesting, Day, is in the comics she um isn't an amputee like you know she's missing yeah. a leg in this and i think that's based on the actress i don't know if that's too many disabilities for one <laughs> yeah, like, character I mean, if they had to like take it a step further like, at this, yeah at that point if they they're gonna have her missing a leg i almost need her to have the extra power now right like, yeah, yeah exactly. to make a little more sense because it's i i I really am not a fan of Hawkeye having a hearing aid and having the struggles, but it's almost like they right. wanted to make her and exactly uh, some sort uh, of have a disability just so they could, you know, relate. So right. you can, yeah. you can look at her as more of a relatable to him and less of a, somebody he's looking at as a outright villain, which I get because we know the big bad is coming. And, and it's, ob it's obvious that they're going to end up teaming up. We can see that yeah. the forest for the trees. And I, I mean, she's yeah. a good guy in the comics now. So anybody who mm -hmm. is aware of the comics knows that she eventually becomes a good guy. Yeah. I, like James said, she she started with Daredevil, and I'm a little surprised to see her start in this because she wasn't in the Hawkeye story that they're pulling a lot of this from. from yeah. So so and it even is interesting to see the, the visuals and stuff are very similar to the comic too. So I, very, I like that. Very. So, man, what do y'all think about, well, and y'all might not know that um I can't remember man Jack Swordsman. something yeah that Swordsman Jack, is Jack is, Duquesne Duquesne is um looming that's another potential villain I don't know if her, he's going to be one of these red herring her villains soon to be that stepfather like, is, yeah is that, the Swordsman yep that just get murked off but that's another potential oh he getting murked yeah he's so getting murked I, in the you know, for real. is he but, I kind of he, feel like he's going to be a Taskmaster or you know what I mean it's like he, he's one of the few people giving me that real sense sense of danger or yeah. he's a threat and he should and he's, yeah. and he's sinister yeah. and I just feel like I don't know why Marvel is so like so I don't know if it's just because they want to keep capturing as the broadest audience as possible with kids and maybe kids like this type of stuff when it's light and funny but I don't know. I just feel like they playing on the fence and it just doesn't it doesn't really gravitate to, to any one audience one way or the other. So what you mean? I feel like it fence? keeps getting diluted. Like 
Which is interesting because that is a lot of the praise that they got historically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. back when DC was too dark, like Marvel kind of told the line and injected humor into a lot of their movies and a lot of people appreciated that. So it's interesting that, you know, you being a Marvel fan are kind of starting to get tired of that. Which I actually I mean, thought no, some of the I jokes like, were funny. I like when I think about Iron Man and Tony Stark's little quick, you know, little quick witted funny little things he says, mm-hmm. that's the comedy I'm looking for. But as soon as I start fighting a villain, the person needs to give me the sense that they really about to kill something. They really are a danger. And I need a superhero to step in. I don't want to see Kate Bishop clumsily just fall through the roof. Like, that's not funny to me. <laughs> it just makes her look less equipped yeah, to I do what I need her to be. From, yeah, it takes away from her... What's What's the word? Uh... It takes away from that believability of, oh, she could really like, oh, she a badass. She can do some damage. Well, not if she tripped and fell through the roof. She can't. Yeah, and then yeah. we're gonna tie you up, tie you Thank up, you. and loosely yeah. tie your hands, and then mm-hmm. uh, talk to. And then have fifteen minutes. people shoot at you, and nobody hit anybody. Nobody no straight hit bullet anybody. hits her while she's sitting there in front of these guns. Or not. See, Bruh. this is the problem I got with this. See, see, I've been holding back. I've been trying the whole time. <laughs> Here it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been quiet and, and, and I'm 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 struggling with this so much because I'm trying to inject a little bit more positivity into begin the end of this year and the start of next year, right? I don't want to be captain cynicism, right? You don't want to get that cold in your stocking. These shows. It's not helping. <laughs> these shows aren't helping me. And I, I, I hear the bias in the room, like Dane and, and James, obviously familiar with the comic, so they got a little bit more appreciation for what's coming and what's going on. But then, you know, anytime we have a discussion, and don't jump yet, for example, with uh, The Dark Knight Rises, and the way they cut that, Dane especially chops that up, and then you can sit and watch this and not have the same problems, it's not consistent for me, right? And I, But I realize and I get at this point that everybody's going to have different things that they just appreciate and value and some things they're going to take to and some things they won't. I've, I've known that for some time now, but it's just getting more difficult, more and more challenging with the tone and everything else that in, in the number of um, the amount of content um, that Marvel is pushing through. And it's just so many problems with this show. And I don't want to sit here and just kind of dwell on them and throw them all out and try to have the debates and discussion because they're there. They're very evident. Like I, I, I talked to James about this. Well, like, why are they pointing guns and you hear the gun cock sound? Like that doesn't happen in real life. Like every time they lift yeah. the guns up, they make a gun cock sound. Like, come on, it's so but st- in Marvel's defense, I, man, it it happens in a lot of things that are supposed to be a lot more down to earth and gritty. I don't know yeah. why that's a movie thing, but I don't either. I've been happens. I've been paying attention since you said it, <laughs> Kern, and I I noticed it was really bad in Hawkeye. But then I watched a movie not not too long after that, and they did it in mm-hmm. that movie too. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't have paid attention if you ain't saying anything. Yeah, but then the other part is the just you got you got the number of guns that was in that room firing shots. Like it's like don't hurt them, but go ahead and fire the shots. But then nobody hits anything. Yeah, it's like come on, man, think through this a little bit better um, than the way you're going about it because I can't suspend that much disbelief, and it's just becoming more and more difficult to accept that this person could be so ruthless, um, but at the same time so reserved. It's just not really making a whole lot of sense. To me, especially with like that yeah. whole fight scene with Hawkeye, as cool as it looked with him using the arrows and things like that, and they inferred and alluded to, I guess he killed some people with the arrows, and that's cool or whatever. But you can't you can't convince me that number of guns was on them people, and at no point somebody somebody wouldn't have hit somebody. Also with Kate Bishop, I think they 
sped through. I know they alluded to or kind of did that, you know, this is she has some training in the martial arts. She has some training in that. And she's been in these competitions. So we can understand why she might be cool. That's fair. But hanging out the side of a car, shooting arrows, driving <laughs> at 80 miles an hour, shooting them up in there. Come on, man. Stop, people. Like, she can't be on that level already without me seeing her having done some shield training or something else to make her that good. Yeah, But you're making me oh, suspend man. too much disbelief to just think some girl who did archery or man, whatever, right, don't come right. She was good at it. She was a state it's champion. So vicious that they <laughs> yeah, can do but we were just talking about uh, Venus and Serena. Like sometimes you just got natural talent. Like but, yeah, it was one of those products. No, let me let me jump in. Driving in the car and hitting balls at Thank eighty you. miles an hour. Thank you. Like there, there's a difference between having natural talent and being able to do something that nobody should do. And if you really think about it, if that's what she's doing now, then what is her ceiling? Right. Like, if she's right, doing no. that now in the third episode of this series, then when we see her in in a movie, right. like, there, there has to be some kind of increase from well, her. I, and going I think that's why they're making her. I think that's air. why they're making her like a little clumsy, a little goofy, and naive because when she becomes, quote unquote, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, she's going to be a little bit more cold and not as goofy. No, so they're trying to show that she has the ability. The reason why they're making her clumsy is because this is a comedy. And I told y'all from the start, this is going to be the Christmas Die Hard extended series special. And that's it okay. It ain't even that. Got it. It's not. It, it's it, it it's the Die Hard cartoon. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no semblance I, of danger in this joint. Yeah, I, I think the, my only commitment to it right now is, you know, there's not anything else to watch coming from them. But it there are a lot of other things I probably could enjoy a whole lot more than this. And I'm, I'm not about to sit here and kiss Marvel's ass and make it seem like this joint is so much better than even uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier at this point. It's really not. Really? Just, See, I actually liked it a lot better. Well, let me ask y'all this, because it is looming and does this change it for y'all? Um, they kind of made illusion, spoiler alert, everybody that's listening as we're going through this, but um, Kingpin potentially seems to be her quote-unquote uncle. You know, her dad was killed. He was running the, the tracksuit mafia, and it looks like Roman Ronan's the person that killed him, but which, when Echo was at her martial arts class, the uncle showed up and put a hand on her shoulder, and it definitely Did had Did they say Kingpin uncle vibes. or godfather? Godfather, uncle, something like that. Because I know in the comic books, he was her godfather. I but, feel like yeah. they say uncle in this, but it could it be Godfather. Been. But do uh, um, does that change anything for y'all? Does that get y'all excited to see Kingpin coming back to the MCU? Do we think it's going to be uh, Vincent D'Onofrio? Sure, sure, yes. Um, but it don't change my feeling about the show so far. I mean, and, th- and this is why you stick around, because you know they're going to throw a little nugget in there, and you want to yeah. catch when it occurred. Like, oh, that's when he came back to the MCU. So um, I hope it is still the same actor. I mean, I thought he did a bang up job. You know, if they want to rerun the Sopranos, that's your guy right there to to (laughs) fill in for Tony. Yeah. Um, So yes, but beyond that, that, actually, I missed the reference entirely, James. So good. Yeah, you got it. That that was more of an Easter egg for the people who know the comic book storylines of these characters. Like, if you know those storylines and you saw that this ominous figure that was supposed to be her quote unquote uncle comes up after, you know, after her father's dead and well, actually this was right before her father died and, 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 you know, like congratulated her on the win in the karate class. You were supposed to know. And then uh, lying. And I don't know if that's just her friend or her cousin or her brother, but the guy that's also now she's in charge of the tracksuit mafia. Like he keeps saying 
like alluding to, you know, your dad wouldn't have done this. So-and-so ain't going to be happy kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm assuming that's so, going to be Kingpin. But I'm surprised because just looking at this thing, like I expected it to be kind of goofy and lighthearted I and kind of jokey. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting it to be gritty where with Falcon and Renner Soldier, that's what I expected. I expected Winter Soldier. I expected Civil War and I didn't necessarily get that. I kind of knew this was going to be tongue in cheek and, you know, um, more of a Christmas coming of age, goofy teenager thing. Um, so but, let me ask you this. How much, how much would you estimate um, Clint Barton to weigh? I don't know, maybe 200, 180-ish. Nah, I was about to say, probably about 180. Like maybe 165, 175 maybe, right? That's about 510 maybe. How, how much would you think that, um, what's her name, weighs? Oh, shoot, man. Kate Bishop. How much give, Clint give Clint 175. He, he's 5'10. Right, so 175. She's maybe 110 pounds. So they together about 185, 285, almost 300 pounds, maybe. Okay. Generous. So, how, how much pressure and force would it take to hold the two of them off of a, a, a dangling bridge coming down at full, at full force? We don't need the physics to work, man. I need to care because I want to know this how. I want right. to know how he can go. But, I want to know how he can take that. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne broke his back in Dark Knight and was good two weeks later, but he don't care about that. There was no physics off the glass window. How much force did he use to pull that off of it? I don't care about that, man. I care about little stuff like that. But you don't care that aliens in this joint exist. You don't. You don't care about the fact that there's something called a tesseract. No, not at all. All the rules of of science. Not at all. Not at okay. all. Okay. So what not I'm saying is, I don't need the science to I, hold I need, up. I need, I need the consistency no, need, to hold up. No, I don't I need, understand I how science, James. I, I don't science. understand how we well, can listen, look at because a, science expectations works, science of has to be consistent for how we know science to work today. Now, if you bring in something that's Max. different outside of science explanation, anybody else's explanation we've never seen or observed then I get to suspend all disbelief. There are people that actually believe UFOs and exist. And if someday they show up, then anything we've had that predated that, whether it be your Bible, whether it be your, your science textbook, all of that gets thrown out the window. Now we got to read. But it goes everything. beyond science and also should include logic. Cause that's what you're saying, right? Logic and science should apply. Right. Why so the aliens just speak English? <laughs> Why <laughs> they just speak English? I, why are we I not asking know, about that? <laughs> I, I want to know why. What this is what can be pulled you out. This is hold on, hold on, Law. This is what this is what John needs. John needs Kate Bishop to come up, try and pull the joint off. It don't come off, and then Hawkeye come up, grab the whole joint, and pull it off, just right. to imply that he has a special way of taking it off, so that he won't. So that now he can yeah, be I mean, all right. Press a button and it, and it undo yeah, itself. Like show that's, me that. That's you what, know what John I'm saying? Needs. Come on now. That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I told you I wasn't gonna be nitpicking. That very much was, but I'm saying it's stuff like that nobody's yeah, but, thinking about. And I'm sitting here. But that's action it, movies though. Like, yeah. like freaking dude from Extraction somehow is gonna come back and you know you yeah, talking about people not getting hit, that man. That's all that action movies. It don't matter how much of a Navy SEAL train that you are, man. All these people you, shooting. He dropped in that water. He should be a dead. He should have died before he. Right, died. but but you but looking you forward to extraction too. Yeah, right. Right. As soon as he come out and he and he's get out the water, he should put some sort of like antiseptic in his wound so we know he didn't get 
you know what I mean? A yeah, bacterial yeah. infection, but, and that's why but, he didn't die from it. And in all honesty, but things is a brother, slippery slope. There's, no, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing that's going to make me okay with that. And he's going to But you should say that for all action movies, man. 100%. From Die Hard, like once it went to Die Hard 2, heck, by the end of Die Hard 1, like every Schwarzenegger movie, he was ripping freaking phone booths out the ground. <laughs> right. Let me like, ask you this. When they shot the arrows and they connected, this is all I need somebody to explain to me. Did it turn into like a missile? The two Bruh, small arrows turned into like a to, Somebody tell John, me. I was trying to figure that out too. I was like, wait, so he she she shot an arrow, he hit it. So what was it in it the arrow? That he into had? Like something the size of a really, what y'all talking on, about? It was the pen particle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't know what her original arrow looked like before she shot it. I, my, my memory is not it was popping up. But when when she what he hit it with was pim particles to exactly. make it enlarge. But God. if you think, but how what type of arrow is solid enough to go that high with something that large on the front of it? the The weight would make sense. You can't fire a daggone thermos. You're doing, you're doing the same thing John just did. But remember, but, but remember with pin particles again, science and all that stuff, like y'all not gonna have the exact no, fig- okay physics, but it wasn't it, they just made it enlarged so we could read on the side it said pin particle, but it wasn't, you know, like bigger than a normal arrow until she hit it and then it expanded and became like, you know, whatever, larger. So what did yeah. it do? So when it comes down, it nobody died from that explosion from that that they, missile arrow. That. They just didn't show it. You got to use a little imagination. Somebody was trying to. They not they, they not you, showing you want to have a funeral for the tracksuit mafia dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, bro, bro. Yeah, bro. He wants all the process to happen. Right in a half hour. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he want he want he want some of the other ones to pull over, bro, my bro. He wanted to dead, be freaking uh, uh, singing. You see some people fly this off the song's dedicated to my homies. homies in that game. Something to indicate that this missile bomb that y'all just dropped on a damn bridge. Oh, that there was something. So at the the very first episode when they broke into um, the auction and mm-hmm. they got all these guns shooting and firing in the dark and explosions and stuff. People died. They just didn't show it to us. She didn't die. She didn't get hit. She was cold. Nobody thought to just shoot Wait, her. Was that when she was like throwing champagne bottles at her? Yes. And yeah. yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. But how many? But again, like you know, uh, you you put in this microscope or uh, magnifying it's not glass a microscope. on Hawkeye. Hold on, on Hawkeye. No. I need no. glasses before, to see. These before ain't even that. Be, no, but even, I'm saying, do y'all do this that. with Jason? How many times Jason Bourne get shot? Or Jason you know, all Bourne. these dudes that it's we different. like is so cold. Jason like, Bourne, he's so cold. That's just it. So it's bullets don't hit him. <laughs> he's so good that bullets. He, again, I'm with you, James. Like you can't pick and choose and be right. so nitpicky that it's just you action movies. stuff that makes sense that doesn't make sense, but you don't care. And then like scrutinize everything you do choose to look at and put on. Y'all do the exact same thing. Right. And the same with Batman. Listen, I'm not even doing. I'm not even doing that. I'm just saying. Explain the to it, and I don't really think I need to get into the chemistry or the science. Or, you know what I mean? Making sure that everything that will happen in real life also happens in a TV show. I think where I do have an issue is that I just think there is a relative amount of inconsistency with a lot of things that could be could be resolved. Right. They could have showed us that, you know, her father passing away and her obsession with Hawkeye created a sense where she didn't just do archery in high school, that she also been training, that she talked about getting a black belt or whatever. 
but that we see that she's driven to be the best at this stuff and that she does far more training than the average person. They don't do that. They make her seem like, you know, a Sally Go Lucky. That's a rich girl who's a state champion in archery. But here's the thing. Well, no, they they show show she had a black belt. They show she had, yeah. And And they they alluded to the opening credits. Yeah, they alluded to it, but yeah, they could have they could have went deeper. I actually was just happy they did that because half the time in these movies and stuff, and they just be good. Was, like they don't was show no. I will oh, say the, the, the pre the prequel, uh, yeah, prequel footage was excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was probably so. it was essentially seamless to me from the original Avengers, where you could transpose that footage yeah. right into that story and it, you wouldn't miss a beat. Yeah. I, I will say this be, mm. before you get that point out. I hate her character in the comics mm. because she's just some rich girl that showed up and was just supposed to be vicious. Right. So yeah. in this, I feel like they give me more of an explanation uh, okay. than okay. they do in the comics. So maybe it doesn't bother me the way that it, it does yeah. y'all because I'm like, oh, thank God they actually gave me something. Because in and the I, comics, she's just some rich girl that showed up I, and was I, just like. That. I actually was happy when I found that out. I'm not familiar with the comic, but I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That that will help further explain why she might have a lot of money. She can do things like Bruce right. Wayne can in the future. But you know, as you said, Dane, like it, it still was a little bit like, okay, she's still like a really young girl who's rich. I mean, beyond rich, and then literally is just like supposed to be a cold beast. And I just didn't even understand why she was motivated. Uh, what, to be so that, good. James, what's the movie where the kid is like just a regular Joe Blow and he and his wife are like at a resort and the, the, like the terrorists come and start shooting up and kill a bunch of people oh. and kill his wife? I know what you're and, talking about. Oh, it's you're American, talking American Assassin. Assassin, yeah. yeah. And That's my boy from Teen Wolf. Styles. He does all this, but he does, I mean, they do the kind of montage of him training and stuff and right. trying to become yeah. Jason Bourne to go yeah. seek out revenge. Only to that. get there and get captured right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it happens in real life, people. I go to the gun range. They don't but make this me ain't a real life, seal, John. Man. Y'all need to this stop with this. This ain't real life, bro. This is far from real life. Right. We had very, Thanos. Very, very far from real life. It is too well, James, much to believe that I got to suspend so far. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just I got one more question for James, though, mm-hmm. uh, about another character that we actually haven't discussed. Her mother. Is she a bad guy, James? Is that Madam Mask? I didn't think of that. You know, I really, and that's one one of the things I wanted to get to, man. Like, you know, say what you will about these shows and how good they are. They have good actors and actresses in this thing, man. Like, yeah. uh, Vera, uh, was it, Vermiga is yeah. a beast, man. She always she does well. She would be a dope Madam Mass, though. Which is why I don't think she's a throwaway. I think she might be Madam Mass because yeah, she, she was be arguing perfect with- Perfect casting. She, yeah, she was arguing with the, the uncle- before he got murked and then the uncle got killed and they implying that swordsman is the, his nephew is the one that killed him. But I think it might've been her that killed him. Yeah. And again, another comic Easter egg for those that actually read the Hawkeye series, Madam mask and her kind of have like a back and forth, you know, like that's kind of yeah. one of her arch villains in the that's Hawkeye exactly, series. Exactly. So that would be perfect. So that's huh. a good, that's a good, that's a good, um, a good theory, Dane. I appreciate you looking at it and and trying to see more into the show that the twist that might be there. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I'm serious. I'm not trying to say I'm being dead serious. No, no. I do. It didn't I mean, sound like your heart was cool. in that compliment. It really didn't. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. No, I, I do because it may come up to be true later, and I want you to make sure we note we acknowledge that if you get your credit, then you don't have to say I told I called you. 
I call well, it. Well, it, look, it looks like it looks like me stepping in as fact checker again. They may have already cast Madam Mask in Agent Carter season two. Oh, really? So yeah, I mean, but that I but doubt they would bring that forward again. That could be a red for hair. someone else. Yeah, Marvel but I don't know, man. Uh, Agent like um, Carter and like Shield don't really link up with the MCU, so they might just. But they double down on Agent Carter. Why are they doing a season yeah. two of Agent Carter? No, they already had it. Yeah, they already did. Oh, oh, they already did it. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they had two. Seasons. Damn, I didn't even know that happened. Because <laughs> we ain't watch it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and no, I'm, none of did, us, none of us asked for it. Which did, means nothing. There's no. Did I miss there. it? Don't like, call folks out for something that don't really, that don't really matter or exist. You know yeah. that how, don't count. How they double what down on Agent Carter? Count. Did I miss you it? Just, like, what did they do in Agent Carter that? He just said the Madam Mask thing. He said that yeah, they just cast saying her, the fact that they her did, as a character. Yeah, the fact that they did a season two means they doubled down on the, the first oh, season yeah. that nobody watched. Yeah, but they yeah. did I'm six sorry, seasons. I don't mean it that way. I, I mean it the fact that everything on the MCU now continues to go back and reference the same. Oh, oh, you're right. Agent Endgame. Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not the show. Her. They was doing more reference to her Come Civil on, War. Man, Come on, James. Come on, James. You can use the same actress, the same character, and oh, then right, say, right. we're going to ignore that she had but, two seasons of but a show. I really just think I that nobody watched it. Shield, but S.H.I.E.L.D. was so loosely connected. But did y'all watch Agent one. Carter? Because it was loosely connected. It was, but it I'm wasn't. I'm like, arguing that. I'm saying that they have not doubled down with anybody but Coulson. Yeah, they don't talk to any part of Shield, any of those characters, but him. But with Agent Carter, they keep bringing her back as the same person. Which I'm not saying all of her right. show would be canon. I'm just saying it makes it more valid that they yeah. might cause confusion if they reference another character from her show and act like they didn't have it referenced in the show. Yeah, yeah. for people who watched it, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It was just me. so small, <laughs> right? But yeah, that's true. I guess so, they they could, but yeah, so I don't even about, know if they would let, care. Let's talk about the the, the diversity reach because we y'all started started hitting on it at the top, and I thought we were gonna go into it, but I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. go over too because uh, actually this came from Rob. This ain't even come from me, oddly enough. But he, you know, he pointed out the fact that we even got a, a partially blind dog or hard of seeing hard of seeing dog, I guess. Gotta say that correctly. That's that's, that's directly from the comic books for the record. Is it yes. the dog is pizza too? dog? Yes. Pizza dog. Okay, <laughs> so pizza dog has one eye in the comic. He does. Yes, or a missing eye in the comic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does. Okay. Did that they ever explain why pizza dog got a missing eye? It was just a random dog off the street. Yeah, it's just when a they stray. found it, it was it was a stray. Yeah. Got it. So everything else that they played up, like the 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 missing. The only leg. thing, the only thing that was was uh, that's changed is the missing leg. Got she it. she was deaf. Hawkeye had. Some issues going on with his hearing during the, during that story, it, but the dog had to miss an eye. All of that is the same. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Thank thank you for put clearing that clarifying because I was well. Like, Whoa. Here's here's what would have been nice mm-hmm. if if organizations, think tankers, and all the people who come up with these products and these different strategies or different characters incorporate them naturally and genuinely when it's not a public or social outcry calling for right. it, it becomes more believable. It becomes more genuine. And because now we're seeing all this, we kind of don't trust it as much. It's no, disingenuous. I, I feel you on that, Correct. Now, Eternals, to me, is completely disingenuous. <laughs> right. That right. was the diversity film. Like, yep. we're just going to contrive this whole thing for that. But I, and I, they I, missed, I don't... And they, 
And Lob, to your point, they missed it. You all may have mentioned it. They missed an opportunity. If you would have just somehow linked human existence to the Eternals, then you can say, yeah, these all these type of people existed before. These are the first humans, and yeah. here you go. But and they didn't even had, know You had every opportunity to connect Daredevil to disabilities Correct. when you rolled that out. You could have yeah. had a genuine character and conversation about what that's like for people, yeah. but you didn't because it wasn't important to you then. Right Now it is because you want to show and prove that you're inclusive and it's come, it comes off as it's we can a, see it for what it is. So mm-hmm. what y'all are basically saying is it always comes full circle that we should be writing these shows where we could actually put in a montage that shows how Kate Bishop got as dope as she is as their poor trainer, make the diversity a little less ham-handed. Marvel, I hope y'all are listening. Somebody out there, get, get us in a writer's room, something. Yeah. Right on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But um, but yeah. and and interestingly enough, this is only six episodes, so we're halfway through. Really, I didn't um, know it was that short. Yeah, I don't know how y'all feel. I guess potentially this could be back to back L's in y'all opinion from Eternals, right in the Hawkeye. Are we getting Miss Marvel before the year is up, or did that get pushed back? Nah. No, we got pushed early, early twenty. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Okay. So, man, they might finish kind of, you know, 2021 on like a down slope kind of. I Who's mean, I like Shane Shee. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, I forgot about Spider-Man. Yeah. That's going to save them. That's yeah. going to save them. Barely. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. We hope so. We ain't seen it yet. Like, for long. Yeah. It, it, it might have some of these issues, too, because you've got the Sony factor in there the as Sony well, man. The Sony factor is real. The Sony <laughs> factor is real. real. We've talked about it because we know that they are pivoting to whatever Sony and that relationship and agreement is. You know, we may be losing him. And Jamie Foxx is in it. Right. (laughs) And traditionally, when you add too many villains to one movie, it can kind of lose focus. So I hope that they found a way to kind of juggle all these villains, man. When everybody is a super villain, nobody's uh, nobody's actually super. It's just yep, like right. a, it's a bunch of Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor Strange is the super villain. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. You need do it. you need yeah. everything else to be like really brief cameos and not have you know what I mean. Like they get taken care of in, in maybe oh, fifteen right. minutes total. Oh, no. well, hey, Jonathan, that was your biggest like... thing with Flash, right? Because everybody became a superhero. That's why you complaining about the the most current season. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the most currency. John, I have a strong fear that the fight scenes in this uh next Spider Man be like three minutes long. Might nah, I'm saying they might end up being like that uh Toby Maguire part three when he was fighting all the villains at the end mm-hmm. of that joint. Yeah. It felt like that. It looked exactly the yeah, same. It looked exactly like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like that. Which yeah. is part of my complaint against this movie. Like at first it sounded cool because I really thought they were gonna make an appearance. Yeah. yeah. But now that this trailer seems to imply that they're gonna be a lot that he's dealing with and sort of the main um, you know, sort of villains and and, and the issues that he's gonna be having. Mm-hmm. I'm like kind of disappointed because I feel like I seen this already. And it's a throwback. I know there's a lot that we haven't seen that they're going to surprise us with, possibly the other Spider-Mans and stuff. And that'll be cool. But I do think that's the movie that they wanted to make. Like, won't it be cool if we throw it back and we have all these villains Mm -hmm. come back and cross over with this multiverse? This will be a great way to do it. But for a fan like me, it's just a little repetitive. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed. 
all the Spider-Man films have been repetitive though. Well, especially yeah, the first one, right? Because they because they haven't let him grow up. They always restart and he starts yeah. at the beginning all over again. Right. Yeah. I'd like for once oh, for them to just right. start where he's an older, mature Spider-Man. At he, least just like they do. Yeah, just like they've done with Batman. We've seen the origin mm-hmm. so many times. Yeah. Even little kids know it. He got bit by a spider. Like, yeah. Well, they did skip it. So the funny, yeah, so the funny thing is they tried to skip it with Tom Holland, but they just didn't show us show him yeah. getting bit. Yeah. yeah. But right, you know yeah. what? And and man, we should have talked about that last week when he was talking about he don't want to be a thirty year old Spider Man or yeah. forty year olds. But that's kind of what I would like to see. It'd that's be kind of cool want. to see Tom yeah. Holland yeah. go to college want, or be because in the comics yeah. he's like a professor and you know mainly right. he Parker Industries and all that yeah, stuff that yeah. ends up happening mm-hmm. as he grows up. Like Bruh, yeah, let him be an adult Spider Man with his issues. Mary Jane is like Kim Kardashian. Like right, I'd like to see that. But you already know, but yet. y'all all know the answer to why they won't do that. And Dane gave that to y'all last week or the week before. It's all what about money. Yeah, it's and all about toys. money. I'm going to keep kids yeah. coming and to. And toys and right. kids. Yeah. And toys, yeah. Yeah. Because you age them out, you do that. Yeah. Oh, God. This is why they need to put but this on um, Disney Multiverse. Plus. What's it called? After Dark. Star? After Dark. Disney After Dark. <laughs> Yo, Disney After Dark is hilarious. The mature man. versions of these of these characters. <laughs> Disney X. Yeah, right. Oh wait, that's not. Relax. They have a Disney X. It's called Disney XD. XD. Disney. Yeah, it's for kids. Yeah. yeah, man. So, man, we'll see where Hawkeye goes. Man, y'all ready for the news? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what you got? Jay? I was ready for All the right, news Julian. At the beginning. All right, Julian. So, <laughs> Hit us with the news. Hey James, before you do that, we need to we need to loop Rob's voice and just put that in there. Hit him with the news. <laughs> Hit him with the news. Uh, Rob is terrible in so many ways, man. Shout out to Rob, man. I, I hope his what is he uh, doing re- anyway? I hope his reconstructive surgery goes well, man. You know, um, everybody sent up a prayer for Rob. Is is uh he, he's getting retrofitted, uh, finally getting that micro penis taken care of. <laughs> man, uh, you know, we, we make light of it, man, but we know it's an issue. It's a disease, man. Uh, you know, what, what is it, Dave, man? Uh, <laughs> one, one in 1,000 men are affected with it, man. So shout outs to Rob, man. Hopefully the surgery goes well, man, and you ain't hey, Rob, Hey, Rob, man, I know you couldn't afford somebody that donor that has the same skin color as you. But it's, 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 white. It's, it's white. Ain't nobody gonna notice. Can he be it's between you and your wife? Can it be part of the BCU if it's white? I don't know, but you might have to revisit his placement. No. Oh man, it costs you know more if, you, if the color, if the complexion match. That's yeah, true. Listen, listen. We are minority. The problem with this is the problem with this is the reason this is so funny is because we all could actually see Rob just running around. Going, yeah, I got that new penis transplant. Let me see y'all. That joint. That joint look like a worm in a nest. (laughs) It's like all pube. Hey James, you're wrong, bro. <laughs> they gonna take care of you, man. They gonna take care of you, Rob. So Yo, you got see, the best surgeons in the business. Nah, this is why you don't do business. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is why you don't do business with family. Like, that's, that cousin. that's that man cousin. Oh man, oh, I don't even know how to segue with this. But... <laughs> Shoot, man, I, I almost like. 
Oh man. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Man. I almost apologize to Yaya for this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Yabya Abdul Mateen II has launched a new production company called 1110 that partners with Netflix, which is big news to see a brother doing that. Um, hopefully, the Netflix quality is up to par and he don't have the same uh, Mackie <laughs> uh, plan going on. But I mean, are y'all excited for that? I, I kind of am. I'm curious to see what type of movies he's going to do because Dane would get on him for all his action movies and. You know, blockbuster type. So hopefully, this gives him some more indie outlets. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 definitely gonna give him a round of applause. It's, it's similar to what Michael J. White was trying to do. Um, you know, I just I just feel like you know we complain about diversity being disingenuous and stuff, and and there's no better way to make it uh, sort of come correct than by producing the stuff yourself. Exactly. And if you want to tell the stories that you want to tell from your perspective, you need to be in control. So for him and other actors like Michael J. White to set up their own companies, I think that's the way to do it. My only issue is with, I don't know Yaya to have experience with this, right? And and I guess with production, what is it? You know, you really just need to fund and put the right people in place. Right. So with his experience, he may be able to do that. Um, but I always like when people like, <clears throat> you know, like Issa Rae or, you know, um, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele, who've done it get production deals because i right. know what type of stuff they've yeah the quality and the type of stuff that they produce right and that's yeah, the question somebody mark. had to give them their first one too and no, I guess absolutely but I guess a lot of them are writers though that they're, yeah. they're not necessarily right. the talent in front of the camera and so mm-hmm. y'all y'all may yeah. be that too I, I'm, right. I'm i'm definitely hoping that's the case you know yeah, we'll see what i'm hoping is that he might not be that guy, but he's the catalyst for that guy. So he's going to give yeah. talented writers and directors and actors. You know what I mean? Like we, we always joke about it, but we mentioned Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy and all those See, Dane, guys. This is why you got to do those films, man. This is the capital this, that gets put back this... into the investment, mm-hmm. man. I, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool and all, but all this says to me is Yaya trying to be the rock. You don't see you don't see Trevante doing this with his moonlight money. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't think I don't think it's that, Dane, because it says is that you know because I'm a fact checker. This is what I do. That uh, <laughs> he's trying to pay homage uh, with his with with the name of his new company to his childhood home in Oakland, California. Through it, he looks to bring to life the stories of his youth and uplift talent from underrepresented communities. That's from, yeah, from, okay. from Dan. So we right, putting people on with so. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if it's if it's Oakland, California stories, then you know it may be something something interesting going there. You know, yeah. it might be hood stuff. So. And, and I'm sure it's a bunch of talent in Oakland. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I'm sure it's going to be a Mac Dre biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Drew Down? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't that a story about the dude getting killed by the cops that yeah. uh, Michael B. Jordan played? It wasn't that Oakland? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they got they they definitely got some. Uh, Marshawn Lynch story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Oakland. You, yeah. you think they wouldn't do a Marshawn Lynch story though? They definitely Why not? absolutely. Why not? Yeah, that Joe is coming. Not they got a Kurt Warner story. Right. It's coming. Yeah, they, 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 Warner story. I'm sure. Dame Lillard. 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 <laughs> yeah. the, the budget can't be lower than the Kurt Warner joint. No, the, Dame, <laughs> the, the Dame Lillard story might be coming. Yep. Call that joint dollar. Over and over. Oh man, this, this one is for Dane, man, uh, um, and, and probably Jonathan. Actually, um, word came out they are working on a a, a reboot for the X Men '97 uh, cartoon, 
And apparently the actor, the voice actress that did uh, Jubilee on the original um, show decided that she's not coming back. She wants to give that opportunity to somebody that is Asian so there could be proper representation for Jubilee. Um, and, and with that said, and, and it's significant because all the original other voice actors and actresses are coming back. So I don't know if that's something that's on your radar. And while y'all are thinking about that, I'm just curious, if you had to add a new character to the roster um, from the original, who would you add? I think it was um, Xavier, uh, Wolverine, Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Gambit, Beast, and Jubilee. So if you had to um, add a new character to the, the dream team that was so not permanent seven, roster. Yeah, because that's hard just, to touch. But uh, Just to clarify, before we... Else? Before we answer the second question, who was Marvel Girl? I don't remember her That's being Phoenix. That's team. Jean Grey. Yeah, That's Jean, Jean Grey. Grey. Uh, okay. And to the, to the first question, I'm curious, who would have canceled this actress? Who would have known this <laughs> right. other Nobody. than geeky yeah. Marvel fans? But, that no, but I appreciate it, though. I'm yeah, really, but, I was really happy she did this because mm-hmm. no one would have known and she could have got a check. That's why instead saying. she did the right thing. Well, somebody would have known, but the, the question is, Law, did the people who would have known, would they have even cared? No, I, I think your question was who would have known, and I think I think you're just saying the generic people. We don't pay attention to the race of actors who do voices, like not for not for no obscure you know, '97 ca- right. cartoon. Because you know I mean? black actors do a lot of villains that are white. Yep, because <laughs> they yeah. got a deep, yeah. you know, gruff, gruffy voice, mm-hmm. and nobody cares. It's just we're right. watching the characters. But yep. in this case, I think she's she's recognizing the climate and saying, you know what. I shouldn't be as a white woman taking jobs from people that are minorities playing minority mm-hmm. characters, which makes sense. But I don't yeah. even remember. Here's my problem. So, my first introduction to Jubilee was the show, and I never looked at her and thought she was Asian. I thought she was a little white. Yeah, girl. that that the the thing they need That's to fix true. is the way that they drew Jubilee drew her, because yeah. on Thank the cartoon you, they made her look like a little white girl. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And then she sounded white, so she was just a little white. Girl. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So do uh, we need yeah. to go back and retrospectively cancel? Marvel in this. Even if you drew her, <laughs> even if you drew her that way, I That's think this is this is part of the problem that mm-hmm. I think sometimes we didn't see growing up. We never saw the like actual culture represented through our That's characters. Right. Mm-hmm. So if she did more Asian stuff, you know, just by happenstance, then we would have connected the dots and we would have, you know, to understood who she was. Boy, if Rob was here, and, and he'd Dame, give us some Asian stuff that she uh, would have uh, we, we would be canceled. We would be canceled. <laughs> what would happen? Hey, but there would be some words flying. Dane, do you know what? Is she Chinese or Japanese in the comic books? I'm not I sure. I, I'm not I know sure Psylocke exactly. is Japanese, right? Well, yes. Well, well and Jubilee let, was. Well, let's get, and let's Jubilee get to, was adopted, right? Like, yeah, I was about to say Jubilee. Like, Jubilee uh, wasn't true. raised by her parents, that's so true. Jubilee doesn't Jubilee actually Chinese. have she's a, a lot of her. Immigrant. That's what so I was about to say. I think they, she's Chinese. She doesn't have a lot of her culture anyway, which is why they played her up to be a, a little. Suburban mall rat kid because she was raised by two white wow. people. She was adopted by two. So white now people. that she Chinese, her powers are actually racist. <laughs> what? Just just connected. That, that. Wait, why? Why are her powers racist? I don't know. She got fireworks. <laughs> she does fireworks. <laughs> that makes it racist. Yeah, uh, maybe hey, so. You know what? Maybe hey, so. look, Rob is wearing off because you know what that 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 makes a lot of Rob sense. It does. <laughs> it makes a lot of robsons. Like Chinese people, they use fireworks for for Chinese New Year. Therefore, because they use fireworks, you know did that, man. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> At least they didn't know go he too did. far. That's why. Like, that's why. It's no, it's not coincidence did. that T'Challa is a Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I still oh, don't understand man. why every black 
superhero gotta have black in the title, man. It's Black Panther, Black so Lightning. To them, that was giving them representation. It was. Sure you knew. See, what they what they thought was representation, we now look at as exploitation. Right. So, yeah. What they didn't yeah. want, and there probably was a lot of that from that exploitation period in the 70s, but they probably just didn't want white people surprised when they opened a comic book like, what in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so when they, when they purchased it, it was like, okay, this say the you know first thing at into. the top is yeah. black. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But man, who would y'all add to the second roster, man, or, or to the new new roster if you could add somebody? Uh, for me, it's kind of easy. It isn't necessarily like a love or affinity for him. I just think when you're telling this story with the roster, man, uh, you need Nightcrawler. Thanos, don't you? Nightcrawler, nah, Nightcrawler should be in oh, there, man. Yeah, true that. I love his powers he, too. Like, he wanted yeah. the original roster. He was. He had a cameo on one episode. I'm talking about. We talking about every episode, every. Yeah. Nah, like, y'all miss somebody. There was only one episode. Who's the man they killed off at the very beginning, like the Morph, second episode? He did. He did. So, he but he, but you y'all, but y'all talked about the original roster. Y'all left him off. I'm saying he was because a part he's of the dead. He was on the first two episodes, <laughs> but he was a this part of the original. It wasn't a question. Man. The question was, James named the original roster. Was he your? Was he your addition? Yes. He, he can't. He's dead. He no, can't be your addition. He's no, dead. I'm saying that we lifting off the roster. And that's the reason why he mad. I would understand. Look, I'm dropping it for Rob. <laughs> Rob would be disappointed that y'all left Morph off the list. That's all I'm saying. Rob. We not. We don't Rob care can't. who was on the original roster as much as who you want to add. The question <laughs> exactly. is who you want to add. Yeah. Why do you care who was on the original roster? Because you don't pick him then. You don't don't pick him then. So who did you pick, Jonathan? He was. Morph hey. was already on the original roster, so you can't pick him. So pick somebody new. <laughs> I love this. Because he was on the original roster, like you said. Like you arguing. He was on the original just, roster. Just, just answer the question. You, we just going to ignore it. We're going to be in a prick. Hey, Lob, don't get into their family affairs. He's right. That's true. That's true. Stop being a prick That's to answer true. the question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I really do want um, my man from um, Sopranos, Tony B, to play Morph, though. I think he'd be a good Morph. Like man, if you don't get the hell out of here with this Morph, man. <laughs> Tony B, oh, uh, <laughs> Um, what's his name from Fargo and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> Steve Buscemi, or Buscemi says, or, uh, a live, a live Buscemi. action morph. <laughs> he could do the, he could do the voice. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, so, Dane, who'd you have, man? Uh, well, you know what? Before I let Dane cook, let me yeah, jump let... in because Dane just start rattling off everybody. But mm-hmm. two glaring people missing for me that should have been on the roster. One is Colossus. I knew you were going to say Colossus. I I can not have Colossus, man. Like, one, he was on the video game. Two, his power is just too dope. Um, And and three, like, he brings diversity. You need a Russian guy. (laughs) um, So uh, a six-foot-five white man with dark hair brings diversity? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How many (laughs) six-foot-five white men are on most uh, television shows today? See? Hey. (laughs) <laughs> I want to know which X Men video game you were referencing because they was you mean the arcade joint the original yeah, arcade, the the original arcade. arcade. Oh, that was way before this joint Dazzler yeah. was on that joint ain't nobody gonna pick Dazzler <laughs> Dazzler man she has the worst power <laughs> what she's, she's up there with Speedball was on the one for Sega he wasn't on the one for Sega no nah, nah he wasn't on that one nah mm-hmm. yeah they I'm they talking about the Dazzler arcade in the joint. last X Men joint they did. Terrible. What's uh what, what what's your second uh one oh James, that you had? man you can't leave off Bobby Drake man. Gotta have Iceman in the mix. I thought he was on so, nah, he, oh. he, he, no, he had a, they, they all, oh, all yeah, the people yeah. y'all named so far, Nightcrawler, Bobby Drake, and uh, Colossus all had an episode. 
Yeah. Oh wow. Morph yeah. Morph had two episodes for Josh. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's jacked up. <laughs> though. It's, it's jacked up for for Ice Man though, because he yeah. really is the original. Like, the yeah. original, original. So, so that's Dane, the answer, man. Who you in that got, case, man? In that case, no, nah, hold on, Julian. Who you got? <laughs> I, my my actually my original pick was Nightcrawler. Yeah, oh, Nightcrawler. Is a good Nightcrawler seemed to be the most obvious to me. Second would have probably been Colossus. Yeah. For me personally, so, you know, Dane is like the old school dude in the pool hall that got his own pool like cue. <laughs> he come with the case, <laughs> click it open. <laughs> you like, oh shit, I'm about to, here we go. <laughs> he about to run the table on me, man. <laughs> he keep the talcum powder. In yep. a little nah, he, 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 he got a glove. Got glove. Use the <laughs> glove. Remember that episode of Fresh Prince with uh, yeah. Uncle Phil? You know, Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah. And Lucille. Yeah. 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 Me was eating a sandwich the whole time, like yo. And if you if you gonna talk about uh, having the original characters, you 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 said Bobby Drake, but you can't leave all Warren Worthington, the uh, Angel, True Angel. As well. He's an original character too. I never yeah. loved so, Angel, but, but I love Archangel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I was like, all, yeah, nah. all of these characters had at least an episode or two cameo in the series back in the day, so they will all be candidates of people that could come onto the team as a regular member because we did see them. One, The person that I think I would like to see the most is actually two characters in one. Really, if you think if they do the storyline right, I want to see Psylocke. Because... Yeah, she was on my yeah. list too. Quanon, who is the Japanese girl, and Betsy Braddock, who is the European-British girl's uh, sister to Captain Britain, they actually swap bodies. And that's how Betsy Braddock becomes Psylocke in a Japanese woman's body. I would love for them to start with Quanon and then have that storyline where we see them switch bodies and then they trying to decide, is Betsy Braddock a good guy? Is she a bad guy? Mm-hmm. Is Quanon who was already on the team? And like, they got to make her like really dark though. They got to make her like rough up Gambit and Wolverine sitting in the sidelines like, I like this girl type yeah, of thing. I always hated like, that dynamic. Gotta... I actually hope they keep them separate. Like I hope Keep who separate? Uh, Psylocke and Psylocke. Braddock. Well, they. I mean, the the majority of the time that you have heard of anything for Psylocke, it has been with Bessie Braddock in in that body. Like mm-hmm. the storyline with with uh, Quanon in actually being in the Asian woman's body, it was so short lived at the beginning, and it's going on now. But y'all aren't aware of what's going on in the comics now so much so you're not really aware of any of that storyline stuff so if they're gonna have psylocke as the casual fans know her they're gonna have to do that story or at least they could start it off and just explain and maybe have an episode where they do a, a flashback and show how she got stuck in that body you know what but i just realized I, I like from that comment that. you know what i just realized when when what? marvel when the mcu brings finally brings the mutants in in phase five we're going to be in trouble because Dane is locked and oh. loaded. Oh, you're going to be in some serious trouble. Y'all probably going to have to tell me to just bow out for an episode or two here. Hey, Dane is ready, man. And 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 speaking of which, I don't think we're going to get them until phase five. We might see the setup for them at the very end of phase four, but Marvel wasn't anticipating, wasn't and, and certain about oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I agree. Merger, it, so, ain't, nah, it ain't coming until right. 2024 at the earliest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I almost hope that Marvel isn't, like, keeping their cards close to their vest, like, you know, giving us this, like, little trickle with Hawkeye and Eternals, like, kind of knowing that they can, you know, got that home run hitter coming up to the plate, you know, while the uh, the, the game is down and then find a way, because 
you know, they seem like they're holding Fantastic Four and X-Men over our head, hoping that, that you know, but I kind of waiting them to get to it, but we'll yeah. see. I, I think it's a matter of trying not to do too much at once because right. they know that they can stretch that out just true. as long as they've stretched out these first 14 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. In further news, and and again, man, we talked about this a little before when this came out, and it's funny because I think Loff is the, the only the person, the only person probably in the United States that went to see this damn movie, but <laughs> 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 which is usually me because I almost saw Resident <laughs> Evil, man. It just I ain't hold the on, times hold on, hold on. match up. James, James, you you telling us that you actually have not seen Last Duel? <laughs> yeah, apparently. he didn't drop it yet. He he, he hasn't dropped it yet. Jack. Is there oh, some kind of bomb or something? Can we get one of the clues? Bomb for the Apexes bombs on us? Yeah, man. But Ridley Scott is blaming the issues that Last Duel had at the box office. It basically bombed on apathetic millennials. He also has Blade Runner and Alien, the TV show in development. But what you feel about that, man? Is it is it apathetic millennials or was it just not a yes. good movie or it just didn't connect? As an apathetic millennial, I will say that it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it? Huh? You saw Did it? Did you watch it? Oh, damn. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I feel like there are always these movies like um, that go back to sort of these periods where it's like nobody uh, wants uh, it. No, no, time. I think I think it speaks specifically to sort of like white history. Like, yes. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like these Victorian films and they usually do pretty well, but they they With never have a Netflix. multicultural crowd. And they I think this was one of those movies that would have done that. But because of COVID, it's not enough of a draw, even with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck to, to pull you in. And I don't think the marketing was very big. Like it was I, I mean, you might have saw the commercial a couple of times before it dropped. Only reason I really went to say it, I was intrigued by it, wanted to check it out, but it was really because my wife was like, "No, I really want to see that." So I was totally. like, "All right, really? we'll go, That's we'll go see it." You know what I mean? Do you do yeah. you, do you know what your wife watches on Netflix? Or is she different from everybody else's <laughs> wife on here? Because Victorian <laughs> pieces is all my wife watches on Thank Netflix. You. Of course, yeah, we but, do have the same. I got the clone of his wife, so it's the yeah, same so, thing. Yeah. It's that <laughs> yeah, romantic it's, era. Yeah, women you know love I mean? that stuff, but they I'm do. saying when you go to back in the day when we would go to the movies, you didn't see people buying tickets for that stuff. Yeah, not multicultural. You just now, saw white people and white couples. Now this and, is and it, and for those white dudes, it was like a chick flick, like a date flick for them. Like right, they, right. They don't want to go see that joint. They was going because their girl wanted. And to see. and love. This is totally off topic, but how were the performances of the Goodwill Hunting brothers? Because I think this is the first time they've been back together, and I think that they wrote the um, yep. screenplay for it too. Yep. Yeah, um, actually, both of them did a great job. Um, okay. They actually play characters that are nothing like the typical characters they play. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was actually a cool format as well. It's not a traditional movie format, which was a little bit of a surprise to me. Uh, when you do check it out, it's actually going to give you three different versions of the same story from three different you, perspectives. Hold on. You think we actually going to check this out? I mean, y'all <laughs> might. I might. Y'all might. They talk to the listeners, the public. I know the Black Knight might want to see it because it's knights in it, but <laughs> right, that, that's other, actually other... that's actually valid. I do like knight movies, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a bad film. Like it's definitely worth it, especially if you don't pay for it or go to the theater. You just check it out on Redbox or you know what I'm saying, stream it. So we're not gonna yeah. talk about how the millennials completely ruined this though. I just explained. I don't think it got nothing to do with them. Oh, like okay. I mean, it 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 doesn't like you can't say oh millennials did this. 
But like, if you make something that people don't want to see, people just don't want to see it. Yeah, like, don't criticize the, the 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 audience that if movie wasn't even made for them. Not yes, and and that's the thing is like you you have a old white man who made a movie that that reminds him of the stuff that he thinks people like from the so, time when that's people like, make that's it. That's like just poor, poor sales on denture cream on millennials. Thank you. Like, thank they you. Don't, that, they don't need for it. Them. But this is the <laughs> yeah. thing. This, this is the thing that, that Ridley Scott is missing and probably what we don't fully grasp about his mentality about this. When Ridley Scott first got hot, the people that he was making, that he makes movies for were the age of millennials now. So right. he thinks yeah. he can still hit that audience, but it's a That's totally true. different mindset, a totally different culture than yeah. the white male dominant one of yeah. the baby boomers mm-hmm. in their late thirties, back in the eighties and nineties. And it's and, just not, and, it's not the same. In hindsight too, like Gladiator was a different movie than this. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and, and maybe when they were, maybe back when he first was really hot, the largest component of moviegoers was young people. I don't know that that's the case anymore. I don't Bro, know that that's. The I'm almost positive nah. it's not. No. Nah, yeah, I, I don't know not. that that would be the case like, anymore because my son yeah. is like, I watch it when it come on video. Like he doesn't. Yeah. They don't gravitate to the theaters like we did. Yeah. So, it's true. Everything is streaming, YouTube, and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. they more that's, that. that's why he's calling them apathetic because he's like, oh, they don't care. They just gonna <laughs> sit at home and wait. So, yep. but so nah, the, it's just not for them, though. Not only that, it's like, man, we used to like we used to go to the movies because, like, we used to go to the movies when we didn't want to go to the mall, right? Like, it was a hangout dates. Like, yeah, movies was great, man. Take your yeah, girl man. out, but I guess now you mm-hmm. got Facetime and all this stuff, man. It ain't as yeah. Like, I don't have to go somewhere to, to hang out with my yeah. friends. I'm literally hanging out with my friends all the time. Yeah. Like, why do I need to go to the movie? Why do I need to go to a movie to see something on? Like, it's the same movie I watch at my house. Why I need to go somewhere? We got to get in the car, waste gas, drive all the way over there. I probably got to get dressed. No, I'm finna throw this hoodie on. We finna FaceTime. We finna watch this movie, and I'm doing my business. You know what's a little ironic, too, is that some of the technology they had in Blade Runner, like video phone, FaceTime type stuff, is what ultimately has contributed to people not going to Ridley Scott movies I, anymore. I was yep. just about to say Ridley Scott, I take I, I see him as like the the type of old dude that wakes up every day and looks at his family on smartphones and it's like damn these phones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like this technology just to it. Yeah, it's like pisses him off. <laughs> so so is in is this I could watch this on um Disney Plus After Dark, right? Is that where you, you can find this <laughs> film now? Dark. This is what we're doing now, Disney After Dark. <laughs> no, nah, that's only in Europe. That's not that's, why I is that? Why haven't they decided to put that here in they, America? Why can't we they, watch it? Yeah, because they, they don't have the same it's not, streaming service. It's not even Disney Plus after dark. It's just no, Disney hey, Plus leave them alone. John gonna have a whole campaign. John gonna have shirts made that say DAD Disney After Dark. <laughs> right. He's gonna have Disney After Dark merchandise. Dad, dad, <laughs> like that. Dad. And, and you know, European they different than us, man. Like they don't care as much about open nudity and you know, yeah. Yeah. they care a little go, bit go more about movies violence. It's interesting. So it's like you know, different cultures. They probably don't even mind. Like their kids just watch it. Brands be getting the uh, the regular movies and be like, nah, we need you to give us the Skinamax version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of, man, we talked a lot about Disney, man, but reportedly they are expected to spend $33 billion on content in 2022, and they're up from $25 billion in 2021. So 
there's a lot of money going into some of this content that we didn't necessarily love if our reviewer Hawkeye and Eternal say anything. So mm-hmm. does this give you hope that moving into 2022, since they're kind of up in the budget, that we might have more content that we enjoy? Hopefully they no. spend some of that money on writers. Think, no. Eight billion dollars. $8 billion is a billion. lot of money. Yeah. Like eight billion. The eight fact billion. that there's the fact that they're spending thirty three billion on content. Yes. Yeah. Like, and yes. I mean, I guess that includes Star Wars and everything else. Yeah, that includes Luke, everything. Like thirty three billion dollars yeah. is a lot of oh. money. Speaking Yo, of, the movie industry is so different now. You but, can make a billion back on a movie. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. The, the, the quality and money that they put into it isn't necessarily my issues. Like, you know, we kind of got spoiled, but remember how blown away we were when we first saw Mandalorian? Yeah. It really just looked like the movies. Yes. In all honesty, so did Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, and then Hawkeye looks like a movie, but the writing isn't there. So like the money quality. I think they spent like 200 million on Falcon and Winter Soldier. It wasn't good. And it wasn't good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So like the quality is there as far as special effects and everything, but the the content just isn't as strong. Like it's like the writing isn't there, man. They need the Russos or somebody to come in and and pitch in. They got Tyler Perry out there writing the uh, show. I don't know what's going on. To, to, your, to answer your question, James, no. And, it, and no, we're not excited. And that's because that just means this is just more content. They just spreading out more money to put out more shows. That don't mean we so, getting better quality shows or better written shows. So, I will say that so to me, the nail I, on the head, too, because like they... The vein, like even looking at like, and again, uh, I guess because I'm looking at the the even Spider Man too is kind of in that same kind of vein. Like Miss Marvel, Spider Man, Hawkeye is all in that same kind of quirky, funny, fish out of water, teenage kind of thing. So it's, yeah. it's the same content coming over and over. Like we're kind of getting it. I mean, Loki was a little yeah. different. A uh, 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 added perspective when I look at this. I think what I see is them realizing that it takes more to do what they wanted to do this year. I don't know if y'all remember, if you call back to the beginning of the year, they put out a list of everything that was going to drop every week. And they had something coming out every week, whether it was an episode of a show or a movie. There was not one gap for every week of the year. And then about halfway through the year, they started getting delays, started getting pushed back. Stuff wasn't ready on time. They had to do reshoots. And then we got a lot of gaps. We ended up getting an animated series where everything was supposed to be a live series at first that was on that list. And I think what they realize is, oh, it, it's going to take more than the $25 billion we thought to, to, to do that and all the other stuff we got going on. And I think it's just they instead of saying, well, maybe we need to scale back, they're like, no, let's try again. And they throw an $8 billion more in the pot to try and do it again next year. Well, that makes sense. Um, but I feel like that only makes sense if they try to reallocate some of that money. Because once again, if oh, yeah. you know, if you know, hey, you know what, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, I, and I don't think that they're not. Like, I, sp- I feel like they have too many people that that make too much money that their job is to look at this and be like, you know what? Of course, Julian, as you a consumer, know, you, you already know where the reallocation is going. Lucasfilms. I, Lucas yes, I understand Lucas that. Films. Yes. All the Star Wars stuff coming um, next year. You're right. Uh, but I guess, I mean, as a gamer, I feel like, to me, this has the feelings of finding out that a game that comes out every so often 
just got like they got with a new production company and now they're about to throw something out that's huge and you get it and it's just like I, I just don't want it to be that thing where it's like oh this is the same thing like nobody listened to us we told y'all what we wanted like we told y'all we wanted better right. writing in falcon and winter soldier and instead y'all just gave us more money at it hey, more well, money and hey, a couple villains like well hey well with julian hold that energy because that leads me into the next topic that lucasfilm head kathleen kennedy confirmed that the star wars sequels trilogy will live on in the future star wars films so we're gonna get um you know um finn and man what's the girl's name man that uh um ended up ray? with the force yeah ray, okay. ray. Uh, Yep, right. Ray. So it does that make you feel better? They're throwing more money at it, but do the people really want those characters J- again? James, do I these didn't. things make you feel better? That's what we want to know. Because you keep <laughs> like, asking us that question. James None never of this felt makes bad me feel in the first place. He never feels bad about <laughs> anything. He's excited about all of it. And I'm, I mean, I'm I, with Ray I almost, him, I almost took it as, it. I almost took it as those stories are going to be connected to the to the future. Not necessarily like those actors are going to be a definite part of those trilogies, but I. I think you kind of have to have some of them show up. Right. But I don't know that it necessarily means that. we. Love, does that make a difference, though? Like, does it make a difference if the character sucks and the acting is good or whether the acting is whether the acting is bad and and or the actor is good? Excuse me. The actor is bad and the character is written well, like regardless of which one it is, if you don't have both of them being good. Does it really matter? Like, is it really I mean, going to make I that much of a I'm, difference? What I, I guess that's a different question, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if Oscar Isaac is going. I could see him coming back. I, I don't know that I could. He's the only I one mean, I want back. Yeah, right. like I could see, I could see <laughs> Ray Ray's character coming back. She don't have a whole lot, you know what I mean, going on. That that probably be a really nice payday for her. Uh, but even uh, Adam Driver, he's just such a bigger actor than going back and revisiting that character. Right. That I think for him, John, he'd probably John, be in a, a yeah, much different I specifically, space. I can see. When I I'm heard sorry, this, ahead, I just thought Ray. Like, I just had a feeling she was the one coming yeah. back. So, yeah. so I, speci- <laughs> I specifically thought John Boyega. Yeah. Because I felt like they needed, I feel, I feel like they need to fix something with what they did with his character. Because he. Do. He, he was feels completely like he fix something. Yeah, he he was completely <laughs> convinced that he was going to be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah they, they did him dirty. They I seemed, think they seemed but, like they couldn't decide. Like they were yeah. undecided. I, I think the only one that we really would get anything beneficial out of is Poe Dameron, and that's Oscar Isaac. But right. outside of him, I, they could, they could, but it's yeah, not. Necessary. I think they should just move on. People ain't even asking for that, or for them to even be mentioned. You know what I mean? It's kind of like right. mm-hmm. just move on. But and I mean, it'd be cool if they brought Finn Black back to give that closure. But I don't know, man. He started going off. He put on his his uh, Black Knight yeah. Dane Koofy. Yeah. <laughs> started going off on. I, the had, I had to call, I had to call that brother up and tell him to chill for a minute. Mess his money <laughs> yeah, up. He simmed down. <laughs> But yeah, uh, he went off. He was not happy up. with with the way the trilogy ended for I him. I just so. I just want to say before you transition here that Love called us a long time ago that he was concerned that Disney was doing too much and it, the product was going to suffer for it. And this is it, y'all. It's over. I'm telling y'all, it's over. There, there, there is a window now for somebody to come and jump in and take over. We've had this conversation yep, a couple absolutely. times. They're getting too comfortable. Mm-hmm. They get, it's too much content, it's, man. It's not even a, a gripe against yeah. them. It's not. It's the way the world works. When you're yeah, winning at the top forever, 
Yeah. You're going to get complacent to a certain extent and you're going to keep trying to recreate what's been great. But that's there's a there's a consequence to that. And I've always said I actually think some of this success is because nobody has stepped in to sort of fill the gap that they could. mm -hmm. I agree with both of y'all. But I when I look at the landscape, I'm like Netflix tried to jump out there with superhero joint flopped DC going DC. Mm-hmm. The only people that really got something that can really mess with them is Prime, and they not really going all in on their stuff like that. I mean, they they are producing more and more content, but they're not yeah. trying. They yeah. haven't, as of yet, built out one any any one particular superhero universe that it's like, oh, this can compete on that level. So and they remember, got a while before they do. Remember, Dane, you was like, "Laugh." Amazon could look at movies or whatever as just another stream. Exactly. Income. They, exactly. they may not really care that much yeah, if they did saying. care. And yeah, they're they the ones that could do it. I don't know. Yeah. Bezos stepped down, right? I don't know. But Did if it? they decided, mm. we're going to build our own studio, our own lot, and start really taking this seriously, Marvel would have to really check. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. If, they, if they decide to make Invincible <laughs> or Ooh. take the boys to, to, yeah. to the major studio effect yeah. to come mm. out with a movie... You would actually probably see if they keep the writing and sort of the approach the way it is, they yeah. would get the money that DC got from Joker. That I, that kind I of agree. money would, would come agree. through on those films. And I think, and but, but, I no think kids, but I think, but I think no kids in there wouldn't be no toys being nah. sold. Right. But they would crush Marvel on that. Yeah. Scene. Yep. But I think that's why Marvel feels comfortable. Yeah, it's a lane yeah. for both. Like, um, it's just I think it's hard for Marvel to kind of pivot, but. In all honesty, a lot of the kids that grew up that started the MCU when it originated, you know, with Iron Man and Avengers are kind of adults now, too. You know what I mean? They're like in their 20s. So they could probably stand to make the stuff a little bit more mature, but it's never really been mature. It's kind of like, but it's Mm -hmm. almost like they're regressing because, you know, and I keep going back to it, but like Winter Soldier was like the perfect balance for me. Like it was mature enough. But right. it wasn't Kitty. You know what I mean? But James, like, you, you seem to be okay and content when they set the expectation that it's going to be a Disney show. Right. Even though I think you'd like it to be more gritty or more grounded, right. you accept it for what it is. Yeah. But then you also say that these two streams can exist. There can be both as long as someone else is doing it. Right. I want Marvel to make the decision that they can do both. Yeah. That these two types of products can exist within their universe where there is an R-rated blade but also he exists in the same universe where you're doing Miss Marvel that's totally for kids. Yeah, that's so I'm, I'm saying I agree with that. I'm saying something entirely different which is I'm saying stop putting so much stuff out and focus on the right. quality of the few things yeah. that you do well but I know that's not how money works and I know that's how we work in America. But it's but, weird. Yeah. They have so but, many writers and so many people like involved in this. Like the people involved in Hawkeye you know, outside of making sure that continuity is there, having that Feige guy aren't involved in necessarily Loki. So, like, I just don't know why the people working on Hawkeye or Loki just don't do their best to make because you just answered it. Because now you're losing the continuity. You need the same people working through all the threads of the stories in order right, to keep but it. The Russo I... brothers and the person that directed Thor weren't working together. You know what I mean? It's like. They were still able to do it before where as long as you have your actors and actresses or your writers and producers talking together. So the continuity is there because a lot of it's loosely based anyway, especially with the shows. Like all they really got to do is make it good. Like the the first rule of the BCU, just make it good. 
but they're not doing that. They violate yeah, rule number problem. one. Because like yeah. my, minus the continuity and all that, like there's so much stuff in Hawkeye they could have done to make it good. Like the joke, mm-hmm. the jokes and stuff are good. The action is decent, but like you said, it's like a few things that they could have cleaned up, like writing wise, and it just boils down to lazy writing, which we starting to see a lot more. Into that's, that's why stuff point. like we're starting Mary to see East it a lot more, James. Jump that's out. That's my point. It's turning. It's very CW ish. It's getting there. Don't worry. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. I was so I will James say just smiled like yeah this. he liked it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it but it's right. funny because that's why I look at it like ah oh, it's still pretty good because it ain't CW yet and I'm telling you man me and Lof used to watch like Nightman on fucking uh, <laughs> DC twenty and that joke was terrible or Xena right. Warrior Princess like uh, it could get a lot worse man <laughs> Mantis God. Mantis yup I am Mantis Google that for for the youngsters that don't know nothing about mantis go ahead and google mantis didn't um, we shout mantis out for black history Month? we did, we did. <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> oh man wrapping up man with our mcu and, and dc um rumors and news man apparently uh keanu reeves has been doing press for the new matrix coming out and he said it'd be an honor for him to join the mcu in recent comments so i just wanted yes, to put sir. it out to, to you and heck man even the, even the listeners man uh uh put it on on the instagram man or or um let us know what your thoughts are but if there was a character outside of silver surfer because man we all agree that he would be a dope <laughs> dope silver surfer is there anybody else y'all would want to see keanu play because i would hate for marvel to just waste him and just be like somebody's boyfriend or something <laughs> romantic interest ah, he sorry. can't he only he always got the surfer voice right if he didn't, his look, his demeanor would be kind of cool for Gambit. Yeah. Um, no, no. He just wouldn't be. No. He wouldn't be, you know, he wouldn't be that Southern Cajun guy. But. So, yeah, I was going to say, I need the Creole accent, man. I need yeah. The, I need to be calling women's <laughs> share. His mutants. Man. <laughs> man, what about Ghost Rider, man? You know who would be That's a good better? One. Norman yeah. Reedus. From uh, The Walking Dead, but I think mm. Keanu would be a decent Ghost Rider, man. I, nope. I had that on my like list too, James. Too. I had Ghost Rider on my list too. I, <laughs> I think that's a good one. I, I would probably like to see him be the uh, the 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 black Mustang Ghost Rider. Yeah. So he look he he sort of looked like John Wickish. <laughs> yeah, we already we already but he was look Spanish, so they'd be like, "Hey, guess they could try to uh, make him Asian." Yeah, I mean, just just, <laughs> just, throw, just nope. give him the white dude, give him give him the white dude's name and put him in the car and settle. Right, then make him Johnny Blades yeah. in yeah, the car. That, that's yeah, not gonna work. It. Marvel can't do that. They know better than that right now. I don't want to see it at all. Keep him, get him the hell out of here because he's John Wick. <laughs> Uh-huh. When I see these Matrix commercials, I'm like, Jesus Christ, he looks just like John Wick, man. Get it out of here, man. I'm, I mean, yeah, they should have at least told him cut his hair, cut like his change your look hair, up a little man. bit. Like, he filming, he nah. filming both movies at the same time. He right, can't. that's what it was. Which means it's bad. Which means he's not gonna be able to go between characters either. So he's gonna be John Wick. And it's both gonna be movies. John Wick in the Matrix. He is not yes. a method yes. actor. <laughs> he is not a method actor. He'll be able to go through both characters fine. No, he won't. Mm, no, that he dude won't. does not no, stay in won't. character all day. Yeah, but if you're doing two movies that are similar and you have a similar look, it's going to be really hard. First of all, it's kind of like like it's going to be really hard to really make a, a real distinction and, between the two. It's like it's like if you have two people that make a song, like if somebody make a song and then somebody come over their mixtape with a song, like whichever one you think is better is always going to be the one that you start singing. Regardless of okay, so hold on, hold on. Keanu, Keanu half Japanese, right? Yeah, 
He, where are you going with this? Where you get this? I ain't never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. He um. He, fact boy, check. Fact yeah, check. I'm looking it up. Go ahead, make your point. <laughs> What's your point, though? Just that I don't even know why we're going to even discuss him being anything different than what he's always going to be. I mean, he did this Ronin film where he was a Japanese person. He have That's Japanese, true. and he still talked like he was from. You know what I mean? California. Guess when I think Whoa. about Keanu Reeves, Whoa. I think about I, when I think about Keanu Reeves, I think about the look more than anything. For for example, the conversation they were just having that the the look that he had in the Matrix doesn't fit the look that he had in John Wick. However, he does a lot more talking and, and acting in his character in the Matrix. John Wick is more really just about the look. So as long as he could pull off the look which I think he's just growing his hair out. I don't know if they're actually physically on both sets at the same time. I think he was just growing his hair out for John Wick while he was doing the Matrix. So he couldn't cut it. But John Wick, he ain't got to do a lot of talking. He just got to have a gunplay. He just got to have a a reaction here or there. But I did have another character that I wanted to throw out there. We have talked about this character a lot in the last year. And I really have no idea of who should or could be the best person to play this character. And I just wanted to throw it out there to see if the look was there. Maybe not the surf boy, you know, persona that Loth is portraying, but could he play Mephisto? <laughs> no. Man, that, <laughs> would be full, that would be full circle, Have you seen man. Mephisto in the comics? <laughs> oh, you, I'm sorry. You did preface it by saying the look, just the man. look. But again, yeah. it's hard to even... Cast somebody if you really right. know that they're gonna have to do a lot of talking. But that he, would be he played, yeah, he played alongside just, the devil. That's in, all I was about uh, to say. Right. And that's why they cast him as that and not the it'd devil. Be, they it'd be knew, full right? circle. Couldn't do it. But it would, Look, I, it would but be kind of tight for him to now be the devil, but to do do his best uh, Pacino uh, uh, copy from right. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, he's Hawaiian, Portuguese, and Chinese descent, uh, supposedly. So I don't okay. know how accurate that information is, but. I'm okay. I say get it the hell out of here. I think the one thing that Marvel had done well up to a time period was give you fresh, new, younger actors, give other people new opportunities that you don't recognize, and let them mold into the character. It's going to be hard for me to see Keanu Reeves other than John Wick at this point. Like, he's went on and and typecasted himself, and he's okay with millions they're paying him to do it. So, get it out of here. I'm I'm no thanks. I don't want a minute. Is Mm -hmm. I know that they're talking a lot about Secret Wars. What do y'all think of him as, like, the Beyonder? If, if he I mean, shaves his hard, head, it's yeah. hard to give the Shave Beyonder a personality, yeah. um, right? And that's what I Which mean. Like he'd be one, perfect, so that works because he wouldn't say much, and he would kind of be, you know, you get his name that's in there because it still sells. And it was he, he, he kind of has that kind of like godlike <laughs> lack of emotion sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I think so, there yeah. are some characters where their voice is so distinct that again, you just see them as the actor. Yeah, and it makes it hard to, to to pull away and believe in them being someone else. I think for a character that you don't know much about, like the Beyonder or whatever, be perfect. Uh, you probably need their voice to be a little bit more ambiguous. Um, but it's a possibility. Add if, a little if you, echo if you to wanna, it. If you want to attach big name actors to certain characters, even if they're CGI, I know that's the wave. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, but again, I think Silver Surfer is the the, the one what, to yeah, go with. That's, like that's you can't lose. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just and if perfect. he's talking about it would be an honor, you can't just give him a throwaway. Like, right. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. got to be somebody meaningful, and I think Silver Surfer couldn't be more perfect. 
And a lot goes into like, and I know Marvel tries to do something different or movie studios try to, but sometimes when you give fan service, man, it goes a long way. Like because people been kind of clamoring for that for a while, kind of like the same thing with um, Reed Richards. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you, yeah. And you go with Krasinski, sometimes it goes a long way or even a Will Smith down the road. I know they were talking about that, but sometimes it goes a long way when you kind of listen to the fandom. But right. were they talking easy, about that or easier, were we talking about that? It's easier math because we all, I think not we all, but I think a lot of people recognize Mahershala as a very much, you know, like good pick for Blade before yeah. they actually cast him. As right. Blade. Mm-hmm. Or Samuel and L. Jackson. Yes. So the fans <laughs> go crazy. Right. They're invested. <laughs> and if you do good with the product, everybody wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Silver Surfer. Remember when Neo came out of the, uh, a little incubator, and he was naked. He had no nothing yeah. on his body, but he had yeah. no eyebrows. If you do the same prosthetics, you like Silver Surfer. Right if you do the same prosthetics and makeup with Silver Surfer, you can have stuff where it wasn't CGI and it's still Keanu, and it exactly. looks fine. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, this will be we'll, we'll see. I I don't know. I I don't know. I think so. I I was. When before we started, I thought I had a better idea than Silver Surfer, but after listening to y'all explain how much he would fit as Silver Surfer, I'm just kind of like, well, I guess to hell with my idea. What was your idea? What was it? I mean, well, I couldn't do it anyway because they, as I was doing, I wanted him to be Moon Knight. Oh, okay, that would. I did. I wanted him to be Moon Knight, but before they cast it, Oscar Isaac. Can't even yeah. play. He only has one personality he can play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually <laughs> saying he not he had a method actor and he couldn't and, do that. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. He's going to do well between John Wick and, and Neo. No, <laughs> right. you got to say Moon Knight has five personalities. Oh, you got oh, John like, John Wick has two, Neo yeah. and, and, and Neo. John. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. And both of those are the names. John Wick don't talk. Wait, what'd you say live? I said both of those niggas are the same nigga from Speed and Point Break. (laughs) 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 What what would you do? Shoot the (laughs) hostage. What would you do? (laughs) Um, You got to pick somebody like Shatterstar or something like that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or was it Longshot? (laughs) Oh, Longshot. Yo, so let's... We're not doing that. Okay. (laughs) Wrap it up, B. Bing. Bet. Bing. <laughs> so with Rob out, this has been another episode of the Black Cinematic Universe. Make sure you check us out everywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google. We out here. Look us up on social media at Black Cinematic Universe. We love y'all. Uh, I guess James is going to go check on Rob because I'm not doing it. <laughs> Hey, James, tell him we said good luck and we praying for a surgery. Yeah, man, I would say keep it up, but uh, I don't want it to be. Keep, keep your head up. We can't really use that. We can't keep your head, head up. up. It ain't his. So, it ain't his no more. Yo, from the land of Disney after dark and the white head, y'all have a safe flight home. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.